When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scouts. It is time for team news. We've got Neil back. How are you, Neil? Oh, well, I'm all right, yeah. I look, <laughs> I just see myself on the webcam for the first time. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. I just said to you off air that I'm a bit of a downgrade on Gianni, but um, you're not here for my looks anyway, you're not here for my... His hair was looking particularly glorious quality. yesterday. It put me to shame as well. We can't compete with yeah. that level of attractiveness, but you know... You're the master of team news, so that's what people want. So that's what yeah, yeah. that's what that's what girls read really after. <laughs> Do you have a good international break? You said you were looking forward to it. Yeah, it's been good. Um, that'll be my last weekend off for for 2021, I think, because <laughs> it's getting even more intense from this point. I think. Yeah. Is it ten game weeks or nine game weeks in the space of 40 days? That's so, it. Yeah, what yeah. I get through. That's what I gave every four days. Oh. Not ready. Yeah, and some really awful ones. I think there's a Christmas where there's one on Boxing Day and then there's one on the twenty eighth as well. So it's just it's just absolutely frenetic turnaround. Ooh. We might not get a might not get a team news video in then. No, I know. Maybe me on a maybe me on my phone. <laughs> just you haggard crying as you type up all the press conferences. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get into it. Um, so we're going to go through all yep. the matches as usual and talk about the sort of the key. Uh, news um, of players for each one. So we'll start with the first game of the week, which is Chelsea versus Leicester. Yeah, quite a lot to, to report on here. Um, we had uh, took a look this morning, I think it was. There's been some weird timings this week. He was up at about half ten this morning, which is unusual for him. Um, we know that Lukaku's definitely out. We've been seeing him in training this week. and We wondered how close that would be, but he's not going to be available for this weekend. He is close, though. He should be back in full training on Sunday. He's been doing individual work to this point. So, um, could be back for the, I think it's Juventus on Tuesday or Wednesday. And then, um, almost certainly for uh, Game Week 13. But yeah, he's not going to sit, he's not going to be available for this one. Also sitting this one out is uh, Kovacic. He's going to be a bit longer. Um, but otherwise, I think it's looking pretty good. So, um, Werner's back in training. He could come into contention. I think probably on a place on the a bench, judging by the comments. Um, Mount's been back in training as well. Uh, Tuchel said he's been looking hungry and mm. fresh in good spirit, but uh, would need to be evaluated. Um, he's had this, I think it's wisdom teeth problem, which I think led to an infection at one point. So he sat out game week, um, was it 10? Then was on the bench for game week 11. Then pulled out of the England squad. Uh, and now we're here, game week 12, which is what, three, four weeks on, and it's still affecting him. So, wow. uh, Tuchel said they're going to have to yeah, see if he can start or whether he can last 90 minutes. So again, there's a bit of a bit of doubt there, but whether he's even going to be in the starting 11, should be in the squad. I think the flag's come off him, but um, still a bit of doubt. Um, Thiago is another one. He has been away with Brazil. Not m- as much of an issue as it was last time because um, in, in this October break, Brazil were playing in the earliest hours of, um, I think it was Friday morning. This time it was late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning. So an extra couple of days. Um, and Thiago didn't even play, I think, against Argentina. He was on the bench. So game time isn't a consideration. 
uh, flight time is. Um, Tuchel said that they would um, run the rule over him because of the time differences and the air miles, but he said he was confident. So uh, there's more chance of him, well, a lot more chance of him featuring this time than there was in September and October. And I think I think that's it. I think that's it as, as far as I can remember. I don't know what's worse um, for club managers. The player going off and playing 90 minutes and coming back knackered or the player going yeah. all the way for no reason and sitting on the bench for 90 minutes. It's either way, it must yeah, be pretty annoying. Some, somebody did that. I can't remember if it was, it was Mina or Davinson in the in the previous one where he went all the way out to Columbia and then played zero minutes and then came all the way back. So, uh, yeah, it's... Um, it, as 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 I said there with Jago, it's just the it's just the travel time and, and the arrival back. It's not the fatigue, physical fatigue, more the mental thing. Yeah. There's well stock for centre half, so it won't be a huge shot if it didn't risk it. Yep. And how about with Leicester? Yes, Leicester. Um they've got Tielemans out. That's a big go to them. They've got a yeah, and Avardi as well, possibly given the, the sort of supply line he provides from midfield. Uh, he's going to be out for some weeks, a few weeks, according to Rogers. Didn't put an exact time frame on it, but when asked if he was going to be back before Christmas, said he said he would. So um, I suppose even if it's a two or three week absence, given the frequency of the game weeks, you know that could stick him out for for five or six games. Mm. But he's definitely going to be out of this one anyway. Um, otherwise, uh, I think not too bad. Um, Al Brighton's back in training, has been over the international break. Um, uh, Fafana still out, Justin still out. Those two are doing really well in terms of recovery. Fafana way ahead, but still probably New Year time. Justin could be back very soon. He is already in full training, but they want to give him some um, under 23s minutes first. But he should shortly be back in the mix. Um, yeah, not just at not just at wing back, but I suppose at centre half as well. He's played mm. as a, one of the three. Uh, Amarty kind of been doing that in his absence this season so uh, yeah it shouldn't be too long in the mix yeah he was he was doing really so well he was averaging some really good points as well in I fpl i think 4.4 points per match that's last season from a from a lower starting price as well so i had him he was possibly my signing of the season i had him from game week one and he was in an otherwise unremarkable yeah he did really um really well for my team. he was the one that always got away for me like i always had yeah. a priority so i never got him and he just carried yeah. on delivering I, I hate those players those cheap 4.5 players <laughs> you just don't ever get but just continue to do well yeah really frustrating um okay so next is one of three new managers in the league we've got steven gerrard's aston villa up against my boys brighton uh he's mm -hmm. been talking tactics gerrard he has yeah we were we didn't get much team news in the broadcast section of, of his presser we did get some late last night um, in the embargo section. Uh, so just to cover that one quickly, um, Gerard says that he's going to be likely without Douglas Louise and uh, Morgan Sanson. Trezeguet is out as well. Other than that, though, he said um, everyone was fine. So we're assuming that Ings, yeah. Alexa Ings is back. Um, he was cited in training actually earlier this week, so that's that would make sense. Um, Triori, I guess, as well, who'd, who'd been out. But yeah, in terms of... Um, in terms of what he's been saying, uh, he's wanting Villa to become a progressive side, so, um, a possession-based side as well. Doesn't know how long that'll take. Obviously, it's not going to be a, a magic one thing where you're going to come in. And I think he's really only had a couple of days of training. A lot of these managers have come in, um, even, it, even if they've come in early in the international window, they haven't had the bulk of their players available until Thursday because of international duty. So uh, he wants to put his own stamp on things, he said. 
Um, but initially, he said the club is conceding too many goals, so it's quite clear we need to tighten up and be more organised. So I think that's maybe what we're going to see initially, a bit of um, defensive resolve. We don't know exactly who he's, how he's going to set up or which personnel he favours, but he did usually play with, I think it was a 4-3-3 at mm. Rangers, um, which bodes well for the likes of, of um, like Ramsey in midfield. He's playing with three central mids and um, sort of inverted. Well, yeah, yeah, that's an, in in a sense that kind of suits him a bit as well because mm. um, Gerard didn't really play with. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Didn't really play with um, natural wingers at Rangers. It was more sort of narrow inside forwards. And Watkins generally drifts to the left anyway, so that kind of suits him um, with Ing centrally, and then maybe Buendia or or Bailey on the other side. Mm. Um, and uh, of course, he, it, it was Rangers were sort of um, characterised by attacking fullbacks as well. I mean, Taverni, I know he did, he took penalties at Rangers, but even from Morton Player and, and um, yeah, getting forward from from right back, delivered quite a lot of attacking returns in an admittedly inferior league, obviously. But um, Matty Cash definitely wanted to, to monitor uh, under under Gerard. Yep, it's interesting to see how they have progressed. I always thought four three three was the logical choice for the the you know for the players Villa had, and it was interesting that Dean Smith went with a five at the back, and he never really he kind of dug himself to. Of course, right in the season, he was like, "Yeah, Watkins won't play on the wing," and it was like, "Well, kind of yeah. should probably <laughs> probably the yeah. best place for him." You've really got a decent left winger, and he's quite good there. Oh yeah, I don't know. Be I, I I imagine that's where he's gonna where he's gonna go. Um, how about Brighton? We all good. I think so, yeah. Um, we knew that, uh, obviously, Aldati and Welbeck are long-term ones. And um, Wetmore is the fresh um, oh, absentee. I mean, he was already, it was already known about this issue, but it's just been confirmed that he's not going not gonna to feature. Uh, I think it was a groin, groin injury, which was sustained in the Newcastle game. Chum come off at half-time. He's not going to be ready for this one. Sanchez, of course, we knew about is suspended for this. It's just a one-game ban. So if you've got a playing goalkeeper, which I checked live FPL, majority of people do have either Foster or Steele. Steele is good. And it'll be Steele. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Potter said almost initially after the Newcastle game that Steele would play, and then backed that up yesterday in his press conference saying he's looking forward to seeing him play, that he's yeah. never let Brighton down in the past. I think it's his Premier League debut. I think he's, he's played um, plenty of cup games, mm. um, but he's been on the books for a while, but hasn't hasn't played in the Premier League. So He won a penalty shootout once. Did he? Was that in Indeed. the Carabao Cup? Was it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so. Newport County. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, slight upgrade in opposition this weekend, but uh, yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I'll, I'm honest. I'll, if I'm honest with you, I'll, Sanchez hasn't massively. No. Impressed me huge. I mean, he's he's, a, he's an upgrade on Ryan for sure. He's and regressed. He's, he's of, regressed this season, definitely. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got that command. Uh, he's physicality, I should say, sort of size, but. Flaps a lot of crosses and sort of spills things a lot. I've seen and mm. um, yeah, I'm, I mean he's in my team and I'm keeping him for for the long haul. But from a playing perspective, he's yeah. I've not been overly overly. I'm, I'm not convinced he's going to be first choice for like years and years. I, I don't think yeah. he's that good. I think he was just made to look good by how bad Ryan was and did have a good yeah. <laughs> first season. But I wouldn't be too surprised if we signed a new goalkeeper probably in the summer. I don't think there's any danger of him. Recently, because we've got we've got that IX goalkeeper as well, who's who's really yeah. highly rated. He'll be on the bench. Yeah, he's the yeah, tallest. The bench, yeah. He's the tallest player in the league. You know? 
Is he? He is. Taller than Dan Byrne. He was fit, by the way. He's fit, Dan Byrne. Nice. He's nice back thing. for this one. <laughs> I think he's like 6'8". Yeah. <laughs> I think he's, he's taller than Dan Byrne. Yeah, I think he's the, he's the tallest in the... I think he's the tallest ever in the league. I think I read somewhere. Wow. There you go. Stick him in goal. Good stat. Stick him in goal. Nothing is going to get past him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we had, was it Lewis Duncan was in goal last week? Yes, in, uh, that was fun. I love it. I love it when a... Uh, <laughs> and then they put in a free kick, just like, uh, you know, one just didn't even have a shot on target. Yeah. It's like, at least... Only Newcastle, only Newcastle would not try and test <laughs> Lewis Duncan when he's playing with... <laughs> there we are. That should change under how, surely. Uh, yeah. At least you have a shot against a, an I hope so. goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Burnley Palace next. Uh, how's Barnsley and Co getting on? I'll tell you about some some brilliant nicknames from Conti a little later in this, Ooh, in this presser, but it, it, very it. much in the dice mold. Very much in the dice mold. So <laughs> yeah, Burnley um, looking pretty good. Uh, Stevens is building up fitness. He's going to play for the under twenty threes again, I think. Um, Barnsley is the is the fresh concern. He's he's oh, picked no. up a minor problem with it. Rick. Yeah, Barnsley. Um, I think that's it. I think Lennon, he's fine. He's He's been ill and he is been back in training. So I think that's it. The only other name mentioned by Dice was, was Maxwell Cornier, who's the main FPL interest in that side, I'm guessing. Still a deferential. Mm. Uh, but he's been away with the Ivory Coasts and um, a late-ish return, but not nothing. I, I wouldn't have thought that would be of major concern. I think he got back on, was it Wednesday or Thursday? Um, I mean, they might they might seek to protect him, given that the number of games coming up. He's not going to start every game in December. I'll, I can pretty much tell you that now because he's got this. Um, he's getting used to the Premier League. He's come down with a couple of muscle injuries already in the first three months. So I'm pretty sure Dice will protect him a bit during December. Um, it's just whether or not he's had the requisite recovery time from getting back from from Africa uh, for for this weekend. Yep, and but he's not injured. Good. And Palace, we we saw a picture. Of a certain Nathan Ferguson, couldn't believe yes. it. I saw him training. He he's, he does exist. We did. He's not a myth. He does. He does. Yeah. He, he, what is it now? Um, Fifteen, sixteen months on from when he was part of the template preseason squad um, in twenty 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 one. Uh, he's been injured all that time, and he's finally. I mean, to be fair, this has happened before. He's come back and mm. trained, and then had a, had a, a relapse of or another problem. So he's back in training and he's going to be stepping up that training next week. Still somewhere from a from a playing combat with Palace. But someone who has been out for a long time and who is back in the squad this weekend is Eze. Never actually Eze, who we haven't seen, um, I think, since the spring. He's been out for a long time as well. Uh, has been on the cusp of a return for a while. Has played for the under-23s already and will be part of the squad this weekend. Almost certainly won't start. Um, I, I'm expecting a um, sort of bench role at best um, as has happened with the likes of Alicia when he came back Hughes hasn't even featured yet since he's moved from Watford so Vieira sort of bedded people in gradually um, positive news in the fact that Anderson's okay uh, he was um, uh, I think he pulled out of the Denmark squad but he's fine not so good news on James MacArthur he's going to be out for a few weeks with a hamstring problem I think he's been ever present this season mm-hmm. been performing very well one of the 4.5 mids who sort of half caught the eye hasn't done anything um massively impressive but he's chipped in with the odd attack return but he's going to be out now for for some time um i think weeks rather than months it sounds like but again during november december that can rule out for a number of game weeks given how quickly the games come around um i'll just check i haven't missed anybody i don't think i have i think so um no that's it be good to see Eze back i like him yeah he looked he looked really good um 
set piece taker as well. I think if I remember rightly from last season as well, um, they've got plenty of those. that could impact on Gallo, of course, longer term if he's if he's taking set pieces off him, mm. as happened when Milivojevic was brought back to the team. But was set players are only just part of Gallagher's Gallagher's appeal. Yep. Uh, your boys next Newcastle new manager mm. manager bounce. Yeah. Exciting against Brentford. Uh, yeah. What's what's Eddie Howe got to work with? Yeah, pretty much the whole squad. So Dummett's the only one who's out. Um, Dubravka is uh, has been available for a while. He's been on the bench for a couple of game weeks and played for Slovakia over the international break. And that was his first start, I think, since, uh, well, this season. So um, Howe said he's got a tough call on who he picks between the posts. Uh, obviously, Dubravka still not 100% fit, he said. I liked his um, comment, so which was, it was something like, is Dubravka 100% fit? It's like, we don't know, yeah. mate. Do you tell us what you hear? <laughs> I forgot now how um, he's, he's part of that group along yeah, with Guardiola and Moy. Yeah, you hate he's got a, yeah. He was the original, he was the OG in terms of vague <laughs> updates and he's back to um, poison our minds again. Asking, asking the askers if his own players fit or not is a, yeah. it's a new one. <laughs> yeah, answer every question with a question. He's um, So yeah, he, he says... We'll take it at face value that he says Dummett's the only one out. And then, of course, we'll get to Saturday and we'll discover that half the team's injured or ill. But if we if we believe him at his word, then it's just Dummett who's out. He did talk about, um, we've heard from Gerard and Smith talking about how the defence needs work uh, at their respective clubs. That's also true at Newcastle, but Howe is sort of taking the opposite approach. He's got this reputation as being a, a tap-minded manager. At Bournemouth, and he's pretty much said the same thing again in his in his opening two press conferences that he wants Newcastle to be front foot, um, progressive attacking team. So I wouldn't expect us to start keeping clean sheets no. anytime soon. It's good um, news. But it for does Brentford board well. For, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And the fact that he he likes a four four two or a four four one one, it's not guaranteed we will see that. But we we have to go when we're predicting the first line, and we have to go with what he's done previously at Bournemouth, and he's, he's mostly gone with a four four two. Unless it's been against tougher opposition, so um, Bruce and Jones had turned to a wing back system to try and solve our problems, and it didn't, that didn't even work. Putting an extra man in centre defence, so I don't think Howe's going to tighten it up. Mm. But it'll be good news for the likes of Wilson, I hope, and Saint Maximum. You know, you'd think we'd score um, more goals, and they've got some decent finishes coming. Three in the next four are, are mm. very tempting. I would look if I didn't have the setup I have now, I'd be looking at Wilson for this four match run definitely. What about uh, Matt Ritchie? Because he's I saw a stat, he's like created the fifth most chances or in the league from the wing back position. Obviously, yeah. if, you're, if, if you're not playing wing backs anymore, does he move into midfield? Seems too creative that's, to lose. That's the hope. Mm. Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, that's where he played at, at Bournemouth. I think he was on the uh, the left, and I think Fraser was mostly on the right. Mm. Well, Fraser was on the right originally, and then I think moved to the left. And I think that's actually where he got his, his most joy from when he was playing with Wilson. So yeah, the three of them. There's three players who played under Howard Bournemouth, um, Richie, uh, Wilson, and, and Fraser. I've done an article on this. Actually, I'll point people on the site if you want to look into that. Um, Richie was a midfielder under under Howe, playing on as one of the um, wide rules. Um, it's kind of it's hard, it's hard to know because he's not an orthodox fullback, and I think we'll be suspect if we if we play with him there. Mm. Um, Jamal Lewis would be the, the natural choice, I think, at left back. Um, but we've got a lot of options out wide as well. We've got we've got St. Maximum player there. We've got um, Fraser, of course, uh, Murphy, Almiron could probably play out wide. Joe Linton could play out wide. Has been playing out wide. So we've got a lot of options out wide. So I'm not I'm not 100 sure that Richie does feature, despite the, the previous with with, with Howe. 
um, because he was actually sold by Howe after one season in the Premier League. He mm. sold them to Newcastle. So um, it's not a given. I don't think it's a given that Fraser, Richie and... Well, it is a given that Wilson starts. I don't think it's a given that Fraser and, and Richie play. Yeah, interesting. Um... Long term, anyway. One more note on that is that Howe did say during his press conference that he will probably play more with the players that have been with him over the international break. Um, uh, so that we have had a few players away, Lewis being one of them. He was Richie's positional rival. So even if you do see Richie in this weekend, it's not a guarantee that he's going to keep starting. If he's moved onto the wing or midfield, he actually does present quite a good option at 4.5, creating that many chances in a more attacking Newcastle team. Yeah, if it, if it wasn't for the fact that we were blessed with so many great premium options this season, we'd be looking at someone like Richie. But like, who do you lose out of well, Chilwell, James? That's true. Yeah, maybe switch to four five back. But I, yeah, yeah, I guess you probably wouldn't. But well, I mean, some a bit of a differential for some to consider. Yeah. Um, Brentford, yeah. all good. Uh, yeah, get some players back. Uh, Baptiste's got a good chance of featuring. He's been uh, playing for the under twenty three, so the international break. Uh, Wissa's getting closer as well. I expect him to cut into some game time probably from Mbumo um, over the over the December period, I think. Um, uh, who else have got? Oh, Jensen's going to be uh, Jensen's going to be assessed. He had COVID while we were Denmark. He's going to be assessed. Uh, as is one of the players who we're forgetting about. Uh, let me just check. Zanka. Yeah, I did see reports that he's going to be out for a while, but but Frank said he's going to be assessed, and I think he's managed to train a bit, so it doesn't sound doesn't sound too bad. If he had been out a while, they've got a, a three point nine million um, defender in Charlie Good who came on for him. But um, maybe it's not as serious as that. Hmm. I did see a quote from Frank saying he's been trying three different systems this week. So, okay, um, be interesting, interesting to see if he, he tweaked things at all. Might lose the wing after, back uh, after losing. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, they could, they could change. They could play with three, three up top instead of two. You know, push Mbumo out wide. They could, um, but yeah, they played with a four-three-three for much of the championship season. Hmm. So it's it's sort of second nature to them. So. Not beyond the realms of possibility, that. Because Mbomo did come in quite late, I think, didn't he? I don't think he was playing maybe at the start of the season, but came in and, and started performing well when they switched to the wing-backs. Yeah. I was reading a bit in, in pre-season that he had a bit of a stinking season, really, in, mm. terms, in terms of his standards. He'd, he'd, he'd been underachieving until that yeah. late period. Uh, there was, I think there was talk of long COVID and things like that. I think he had, he had COVID, but um, he's looked better as a, as, a, as a sort of central figure than he has out wide. Um so yeah, that's that's something worth monitoring because part of his appeal, of course, is that he's in out of position midfielder playing centrally. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Norwich, Southampton next. So we've got our second of the three. No, third. We've done Gerard and and how. Uh, so Dean Smith's mm. straight into a job at Norwich. Barely even you know left the door to Villa and straight into his <laughs> his, his new uh, his new career. Um, so yeah, what's he what's he got to it? I mean, Norwich got their their win, um, and it was Southampton that beat Villa and cost him his job. It's an interesting one to come straight into for him. Yeah, um, he, he mentioned that and, and so did Hassan Huttle in, the, in the, their respective <laughs> presses that they've obviously met each other a fortnight ago. Hmm. Um, so as as don't have to, an advantage or a, a disadvantage. Um, but yeah, uh, he's he's talked about, as I mentioned earlier, he's talked about tightening things up at the back, they're conceding too many goals, which is stating the obvious to say the least. Um, he's got a pretty good squad to work with in terms of fitness, Zimmerman's, I think, the only one out. Even Sam Byram, who's been out for, for 21 months, I think he's going to play for the under-23s tonight. So, obviously, he won't feature in game week 12, but he's, 
building up his match fitness with a view to being available in the next month. Um, and it's just Zimmerman. So uh, Handy's back, uh, Kabak's back. Um, Cantwell, who'd been mysteriously sort of overlooked in the last few months of, of, of Daniel Fark's regime, um, I think there was a number of different things cited, like personal reasons and um, a lack of match fitness. He played for the under-23s, but I think there's, there was something fishy going on there. Um, but he's been back in training, and and Smith name-checked him and Gilmore. He was asked about those two, to be fair. He said they've all got a big part of play, as has everyone over the coming months. So maybe a route back into the side for, for both of those two who've been who had been peripheral up until um, Fark got sacked. Yep. Nice. And I'll save you a job with Hassan Hootle. Uh, only Jack Stevens out. Everyone else is fit. Pretty, yeah, so that, that's, good. that's good news for Liveramento. Liveramento was flagged, of course. He, he pulled out with, with a problem we didn't really know about. But he's um, he's um if we take Kasten Hulley's word, that means he's fine. Yep. And the interesting thing is what they do with the three forwards because they're all in form. Chabin's two goals over the break. Armstrong with the goal yeah. against Villa. And Broja's been doing well when he's played as well. So who starts out of those those three? Yeah, and Broja's fit as well. He was another yeah. one who, who was flagged over, over the last fortnight. But he's he's fine, apparently. Um. Aston Hill was mentioned, was asked about it and did talk about it, but you wouldn't expect him to give anyway, if in the way. Adams and Armstrong, of course, are, are the kind of form pair. Mm. Started the last two, both both scored um, recently. Uh, so you'd side with that for now, but uh, they're going to exchange game time over the next month, for sure. Yep, agreed. Uh, Watford United next. I'm bringing in Ronaldo and captaining him this week, which Ooh. would normally seem a perfectly fine thing to do, but United have been terrible and Salah has been relentless. So it feels much more risky than it than it should yeah. be. Um, but yeah, how are Watford looking at the back? Any hope for me? I did see you've gone with Ronaldo in your scout picks as um, as captain, which is something I've done as well. And I own Ronaldo already, so I'm I'm thinking about doing similar. Are you? Doing similar. Ooh, we'll go down to yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that does that does reassure me that I'll, I'll kind of I'll share the red arrow when it happens. Yeah, I'll probably chicken out at the last minute. But yeah, um, United are um, generally okay. So Varane's out, Pogba's out. We knew Pogba would be out anyway with, with suspension, but he's going to be missing for longer with a five problem he picked up with France. Otherwise, it's just the usual seventy-five flags with that you normally get over the international break. I don't think any of them are are, are notable, apart from Cavani. Cavani, um, a medical update from the club, suggested that he's going to be doubtful for this one. Otherwise, I think the three that are flagged, or two that are flagged, Shaw and McTominay have both trained. Shaw was a concussion, and that's long been served, that protocol. Mm. And McTominay had a throat infection, I think, but I think both of them are trained. Rashford's trained as well. He pulled out of the England squad, not because of injury, but just to get match fit. Right. He just wanted to to work on his, on his sort of stamina levels, I think, for the... The busy Christmas season ahead, so those three have all trained, um, and it's just uh, Varane and um, Pogba who are definitely out. Yep, and Watford. Watford, yes, they've got a few problems actually. Um, let me scroll down to the Watford section. We've got uh, some long-stand ones that we were known about already. So uh, Ken Simmer, um Cabaselli as well. Uh, a table is out until next year. Um, uh, Kucha, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's banned. Yep. He's collected five young cards. No, he's, no, he didn't. He got, he got sent, off. sent off. Yeah. He got sent off. I think for, was it two bookables. So I think it's just one match. Uh, Tufan, who uh, has been away with Turkey, or at least was meant to go away with Turkey, 
has picked up an injury as well. He's going to be assessed. Um, Sierra is another one who picked up an injury while in national duty. He's definitely out. So um, they're down sort of half a dozen bodies, really, Watford. I think the thing with those players are that none of them are really irreplaceable or have stood out or been ever present in. So they've got, like, I say adequate replacements, but like for like is probably a better word. And um, they're all much of a much of that Watford team. I think there's no real apart from Saar, who's who himself's tail off form wise. Yeah. They're all kind of interchangeable, really, that that side. Um damning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still think they'll go down. I think they they were they were mid table a couple of weeks ago, but they're slowly being dragged yeah. towards us at the bottom. I think I think them and Watford, um them and Norwich are just the squad just aren't good enough to, yeah, to I think it's whoever's gonna get that third relegation yeah. spot. Obviously we're in the mix as well. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wolves West Ham next uh, again I can save you a bit of time David Moyes says everyone looks okay except for a long in, uh, a really nasty injury to a Bonner which is mm. really bad news for them yeah he's, he's going to undergo surgery in the next couple of days so he's going to be out for a long long time and we did have four nails and rice flagged uh, Moyes' comments suggest they're both fine uh, Fernals missed the last of Spain's two games reports said there was an injury but nothing sort of concrete and Rice was ill and pulled out the England squad. But um, if we're, again, if we're taking Moyes at his, at his word, Rice certainly you'd expect a feature. Four Niles, I, I think his partner gave birth as well in the last couple of days. So that is something to sort of half consider. But um, I expect if you're going for a West Ham option, you're going for, for Bowen at the moment in terms of midfielders. Mm. He was in, is in red hot form. Uh, Antonio, by the way, did go away with Jamaica. And uh, scored, I think, twice. Yeah, if you haven't seen uh, his goals, once, if anyone hasn't seen his goals, look yeah. them up. Oh, so, yes, that one. Was it the one against USA? It was absolutely, it was a humdinger. A, so, a, solo, um, a solo run in his first game from like the halfway line. Yeah. And then the second one outside of the box screamer. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's bring a bit of that into this weekend, please, because he's um he's on a, 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 a barren run for him. It's a sort of barren run, but yeah. West Ham are scoring at such a rate that he's going to get, he's going to start scoring eventually. I think so. Um. Moyes did mention him, but he's he's uh he's come back a bit quicker than than usual than he would from from Paid North America. For a private jet like for him. Yes, that's right. Yeah, just to get him hmm, get nice. him back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've, I saw some of the some of the photos from the private jets, the Brazilian and, and Argentinian lot, and um, oh how the other half live. Eh? So it's certainly not easy, Jed. Yeah, I don't think Chris will be doing that for us anytime soon. If, uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> we can live in hope. National Express Court. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, how about with Wolves? Because Jimenez, again, this is it rumbles on with him, doesn't it? With these international breaks yeah. and going back late. Um, what's, the, what's the update? Yeah, this is this will put um, some seeds of doubt in your mind, I think, if you own Jimenez. So the good news, in a sense, is that um, he's got an extra day, I think, compared to what it was last time. So I believe in... September, uh, October, he'd played in the early hours of Thursday morning and then didn't start in game week eight. He was on the bench for that. Now, this time he's played 24 hours earlier, which was uh, um, Wednesday morning for Mexico. I think he was the last FPL asset in, in action, actually. He was the last one out there. So he's had um, an extra day to recover. But we've heard from uh, Bruno this afternoon and he was saying that... Um, he didn't. He's not going to risk anyone, given how how small a squad they got. They're not going to, not going to put anyone at risk, which is yeah. That would that would sow some seeds of doubt in your mind. He did go on to say that Raul's uh, arrived on Thursday afternoon and had time to rest and recover, and has trained. I'm guessing this morning. Um, so 
and ended that by saying they're going to take the best decision for tomorrow. So I would be yeah a little worried about that. No private jet got for a... him in his Well, <laughs> I don't know how he got back, but um, it does sound a little bit worrying. Mm. Um, maybe manage minutes one way or the other, even if he does start. He was benched the last time, wasn't he? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, obviously he's got a better chance than then because he had an extra 24 hours. But um, this is something that has been mentioned by by uh, Bruno Lager a couple of times and that um, he's been talking with the Mexican FA and said that they want to try and look after him as best they can. He played 90 minutes twice as well during the national break. A lot of these players who have been away of the country had at least one rest. So mm. Salah, you know, Salah's had a rest. Cancelo, Diaz, all of these players. Manny, of course, had a real problem, came back. All these players are, have had some kind of breather. Um, but... He hasn't. He's played twice, 90 minutes, both times, I think, for Mexico. So, a little bit worrying, I think. Ooh, I've seen him in a lot of squads and teams this week as well. Mm. He's, yeah, he's very popular. Uh, and, yeah, the other thing is largely confirmed that Ait Nori would keep his place, but Marcel's back, I believe. Oh, that's right, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marcel and, and Bruno Jardel are back uh, fit. But, yeah, as you said there, Ait Nori's going to be playing again at wing-back. Lovely stuff. Liverpool-Arsenal next. Big game. Uh, Arsenal playing well. Undefeated in mm. seven, is it? Or something like that. But obviously Liverpool... Eight, I think. Yeah, possibly yeah. Liverpool in good attacking form, but a loss against West Ham, draw against Brighton. Going to be yep. wanting to get something from this. And there's... I mean, there's a lot going on in the Liverpool camp that's been causing a bit of a ruckus uh, over the international break. What's been happening? Yeah, what a, what a sort of this is. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> sort of even... Even over the last 24 hours, because we weren't expecting Klopp to speak until today. Um, but as often happens, he, he talks to the club's in-house media a day before his presser. So he did that yesterday. And we got a whole wave of quotes on different players. Headline news, I guess, is that Manny is fine. He's um, He looks fine, according to Klopp. So he should be available for the end. Uh, flags come off him. It was a rib problem. He picked up with Senegal. Uh, Robertson and Henderson, less... Less certain. Um, yesterday, Klopp says Robertson's got a good chance. Today, he's telling us that he hasn't even trained with the first team. He hasn't done mm. any full training. Mm. So he's been doing recovery work, rehab work. Um, and Klopp said yesterday that it was it was a term I'd never heard before, DOMS, which is delayed onset muscle soreness. I know, I that's, that's... that's when you do your bench pressing and the next day when it hurts. That's probably why I've never heard of it, given my <laughs> wiry frame. Yeah. No comment, Neil. Um, <laughs> full muscle under here. Um, but yeah, so it, it's all the games he's played, accumulation, I think, rather than, you know, something that's that's crept up on him, uh, something that's just happened, I should say. Uh, so he went off during that Scotland game. Um, they're still assessing him, same with Henderson, who Klopp said yesterday had, had slightly less of a chance. So I wouldn't be surprised if both of them aren't risked for this. I think the fact that Simicast has come in and done a good job this season would would um, make Klopp less likely to risk Robertson. If it was last season, maybe that would be different. But Simicast has kind of proved himself a bit already with some mm. decent runouts. And Robertson's form hasn't been that good, actually. I've sort of read a few Liverpool forums where they've been calling for Simicast to get more starts because Robertson hasn't been as, you know, as a, a stratospheric level as he, as he normally posts. Still decent, but... So I wouldn't be surprised if he misses out. I like Simicast. Um, I think he's a really, really good yeah, player. Really good. He looked. He just looked like a natural replacement for him. He didn't yeah. look like you know how Nico Williams would be a definite downgrade on Alexander exactly. Arnold. He just looked like he could step in and and play that role. Um, there was more concrete use elsewhere. We've got a lot of red flags with Liverpool. 
Gomez is still out. Cater and Miller are still out. Firmino, crucially, for mm-hmm. Jota owners, is still out. Curtis Jones as well. Obviously, Harvey Elliott, long term. Firmino, this is the one that would have... This is the one. Sort of rigged <laughs> with my mind, I think, if I was a Jota owner or prospective Jota owner. Um, we thought that Firmino was going to be out until at least, what, mid-December? Mm. Because Klopp said at least four weeks. So that I believe that was, what, early November when that was happening. Um, and time frames mooted in the media has been four or six weeks. But we didn't get a definite on that. Klopp yesterday said that Bobby Firmino is getting closer, but not for the weekend. Did go on to say that he'll take a little bit longer. So um, I'm guessing that original prognosis is, is still right. But that would have that would have sent the um, shivers down my spine when I when I read I that. Um, I might put for, might put a few people off. But that, um, that's yeah, a good I, thing I, or a bad thing for Jot Rohn is, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I I didn't know how to take it. It makes me think that yeah. he's going to be back sooner. But he surely yeah, not. I I think not. I mean, he, he went on to say that Cater and Miller are the closest ones, and they should be back for game week thirteen. So that gives you at least two games for Jot. I would I would have thought. Um, and then we'll see beyond that. But um, yeah, we didn't need that. We didn't need that coming from Klopp. We needed a bit more concrete. So that yeah. that might uh, influence your decision. I don't want to yeah. make that decision for you if you think they were getting them in. But of course, there is longer term appeal. With your, um, Salah and Mane are going away to the Cup of Nations, possibly as early as, as um, gaming 19 or 20. I think it was gaming 20. Uh, if the African nations are allowed to get their players early for training camps. So that's that's one to monitor, um, but yeah, uh, could be what Fabinho, um, Ox, and Thiago midfield. That's about the mm. only central midfielders this weekend, and then Jota, Mane, Salah up front. Um, mm. I'm sure we'll see Origi and Minamino at some point in December. It'll not be a free, completely free run for Jota, even if Fabinho is out, but it does it does obviously enhance his game time credentials. Yep, for sure. And how about with Arsenal? This looked straightforward. Last night they had a, a medical bulletin that said that uh, Xhaka and Kalasnach are the only ones who are out. Everyone else is fit and available, so it says oh, the, the okay. medical team. Partey. But Well, yeah, but Arteta sort of contradicted that. He faced the media this morning uh, after the medical bulletin and said that um, him and Aubameyang are, have to be assessed. Oh. Didn't really... <laughs> I don't know if you just playing... Yeah, I don't know if he's being coy or, or what. But said that um, Part A had not done enough work um, over the international break. Had been a meeting to go away with. Is it Ghana? Is he Ghanaian? I think he is. Um, but didn't didn't make it. And uh, I think they've only really been training properly since Thursday. So maybe that's what he was alluding to. He hasn't done much training time. Aubameyang, we thought had been pulled out of the Gabon squad as some kind of pre-planned thing, but apparently that wasn't the case. Again, I didn't say if he was injured. He just said that um, we'll have to assess him. So. Uh, a little bit about there where there, there wasn't any um, in the medical bulletin last night. I reckon that's mind games. He patches them up and gets I them out. That's so important. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, we but, might see. We might even see training ground photos today, proving that they're, they're both there. Yeah, and I think we're just trying to to try and um, mess with Klopp's mind. Yeah, so do I. Uh, next game then, Everton versus Man City. Again, a bit of uh, a scare for a lot of people. Um, in the news today, oh, yes. uh, but one player is definitely out, and one player is a big doubt. Yeah, it's um, De Bruyne is definitely out. Uh, he's got COVID, and he tested positive two days ago, so that would take him. I think he's tenth day 
would be the 27th. So obviously he's going to miss this weekend. And the 27th is the day before West Ham. So I would assume he's, he's not going to be involved there either. Because um, even though he'd be technically free to play, he'd have, he'd have no training time. Mm. And Guardiola's, you know, generally, as with most managers, makes sure players have, have had a, a decent bit of training before he's even considered for selection. So I suspect he's going to be out for the next two league games. Um, Grealish is a, a big doubt for Sunday. I think is it Sunday the playing Everton. Yep. He came back from uh, England duty with uh, some kind of minor problem, but it's it's not minor enough to make him available for this weekend. Uh, Guardiola said he doesn't think he's going to be available. But the big news, I guess, is even bigger than those two, and that those two were pretty seismic updates. <laughs> is Ford? Yeah. So Phil Ford, who was, um, I think, by far. Well, along with Cancelo, the most owned City player within active squads by some distance, those two. Foden has come back with, Guardiola um, described it in three ways. He described it as a disturbance, then a knock, then a problem with his leg. So um, he's getting better, according to Guardiola. And he would only say that we'll see whether he'll be fit for Everton. So a flag has gone on him and that is obviously not... Great. If you if you own him, you're obviously probably going to keep and then hope for the best. If you didn't, and you're thinking of bringing him in, then then Matt, that yeah. is obviously probably enough to to sway your opinion for one week at least. I guess um, with De Bruyne yeah. and Grealish and Torres out, they kind of need him. Mm. So they do. That's true. Yeah, really that's true. Him. I mean, um, Gundogan for 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 De Bruyne is obviously a, a straightforward one. So you know, Gundogan, Rodri, Bernardo midfield. That's easy enough. But yeah. Further forward, that means someone Sterling, like Sterling or Mahrez. Yeah. yeah, and and those two have been on the on the fringes really over the last couple of months. Mm. Um, so yeah, obviously Hezus, you think will start, um, and then yeah, we'll see with Foden. But that's the yellow flag's gone on him. I've just seen it on FPL, so Oof. not great and completely out of the blue because we didn't think anything had happened. Unlike Grealish, you make it. You, you know, you save all your transfers, or you use your transfers. You make it all the way to this point, and then the last pl- sort of press conference, like, oh, this major player that most of us own is now a massive. Yeah, it's typical, isn't it? <laughs> no, yeah, you think you've overcome it after the after the finish, and then here we are. Yeah, here we are. Uh, and Everton. Yeah, Everton. Um, I don't think they're going to get anyone back. So Mina still out, even though he's been back in training. Gomez is out. Decore, Calvert Lewin as well. Davies is a fresh addition as well to that list. He suffered an injury, I think, over the international break. Um, Holgate suspended as well. He's going to be out for three games. So they're, they're well. This is a good time for City to play them. Yeah. Uh, Decor- just on Decorey and Calvert Lewin, we have got a bit of a time frame for them now. Um, one or two weeks for Decorey, and at least two or three weeks for Calvert Lewin. I would take uh, Calvert Lewin on the pinch of salt. Decorey, I would expect back in a fortnight. Um, but Calvert Lewin has had has been, I think he's been out since August. And we've had these before. We've had, it was meant to be four or five weeks, then two or three weeks, and then it just keeps, keeps getting added on. And the fact that yeah. Benita said at least two or three weeks is probably telling there. So it might be um, we might be sort of near Boxing Day before we see Calvert Lewin. It's one of these ones. It didn't it didn't seem like anything at the time, did it? And it's just yeah. gone on for months and months. Crazy. Like well, yeah. Like the team we're going to talk about next, like Bamford. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very very similar. Um, do you want me to just segue straight into that one? I, I, think, that's, that's a, I think that's a good segue, yeah. Let's, let's roll it with was, that. Brilliant. <laughs> it's almost like we practiced it. Um, so, yes, Leeds are playing Spurs. Uh, and they're still without Bamford and they're still without Aylin. 
and neither of those have got a time frame on the, on them. Um, what we do know is that they're ahead of uh, Robin Cox, so he's um, out as well with this pubis problem. Uh, giggle, giggle. <laughs> and uh, those two are, yeah, it's the evolution word was trotted out again it by was... Bielsa. Yep, yeah, in a slightly different way. He got creative, but he still used evolution. And we don't know when they're going to be back. We know that um, Furbo and Shackleton on the era, they are both, I think, injury-free. It's just match fitness with those two. Um, we saw Forshaw come in for his first start last week, uh, in two weeks ago and performed very, very well. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's it with Leeds. Uh, yes. So um, Spurs um, skips out. He's banned. Uh, Romero's out as well. He yeah. got an injury with Argentina. Sounds pretty serious because he's not just out for seven to ten days. Uh, seven to ten days is the period he's got weird for a scan. A second yeah. scan, so it sounds like something's settling down. So he's not going to be available for a while. The Celso's picked up a, a knock as well, a minor injury with Argentina. Um, but Sessignon and uh, Gil, Gil are back. So... Um, I don't think we've heard it. Oh, Sun. Sun was actually a very briefly, very briefly over the international break. Sun was a, a slight concern because I think he missed a couple of days of training in South Korea, but then went on to play in the yeah. second international. So absolutely no problems. I don't think lingering there uh, with Spurs. Hoiberg, I think, is going to be assessed as well in training today. I think he said as well, did, in, one of Ndombele or Winks will come in. Is that what he said? Yeah, I was going to ask, promise to tell you about these nicknames. So we had oh, yeah. um, three from Conte. Uh, there was Skippy. For Skip, Skippy, um, yes. Hobby for Heiberg, <laughs> and who was the other one? There was a, there was a third one. Nobby. Nobby. <laughs> no, it wasn't. He, he was talking about Dombelli and said, "What makes you think?" Oh, Winksy, that was it. Winksy. Winksy. Uh, oh, Nobby tried. would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, Dombelli is in his maybe he's not in his good books yet enough to no, warrant that's a, true. a nickname. That's true. He said that he's going to have to be more for the team, and, and so I and maybe that's Winks is going to get the nod instead. When um, when, Nobby, when Nobby gets rolled out, rolled out, we know we can uh, rely on him to be in the team. He's up for selection. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's it. Uh, anything that's else? It. That's it. That's all of them. All, all uh, 20 teams. Uh, thank you. I think that's watching. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. 1,200 people watching that, Neil? Oh, well, your ramblings. <laughs> Very good. That was rambling. That's gone on a long time. <laughs> it, was, it was quite a long one, but it was a good one. Uh, if you've enjoyed this, uh, make sure you like and subscribe uh, to the channel. We'll be back again next week. Will we be back in next week? Is it? Yeah, we will be back next yeah. week. And then it's yeah. and then it's the Tuesday deadline, isn't it? And then it's the yeah, and, then right. it, and then the carnage really starts. So yeah. we'll be back at normal time uh, next week. But Neil, thank you for joining me, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you, Cheers. Bye bye.